Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bark About Bluey. Hello, hello. I'm Allie. I'm Trey. And we are on, I believe, episode 13? 13. Yes. Lucky number 13. Mm-hmm. And that is titled Spy Game. Yep. Yeah. So, Spy Game. The descript- Well, first off, when we were looking at the description of the episode before we plus pl- pressed play, it's the same plot as basically every single episode that we've seen before. Pretty, Almost. So, like, yeah, Xylophone, Hotel. Yeah, pretty much the same plot as those. Like, Bingo yeah. doesn't want to play anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, it was literally, they're playing a game, Bingo quits playing, Bluey needs to win her back. And so, we start off by, I think, do we have, we have new characters. Um, Mackenzie might be new. And I can't remember if they said the name of the the one with the glasses. They s- if they did, I did not honey. catch it. Honey. Honey. Yeah. yeah. So we've got two new characters. Mackenzie might be new. I can't remember if she's been here yeah, before. Yeah, honey definitely is new. Honey's definitely new. So we got Bluey Bingo, Honey, and Mackenzie playing. And Chloe. And Chloe's the Dalmatian. Yes, that is right. And mm. we have Chloe playing Spy Game. And so essentially what's going on is we have two kids standing guard i forget which ones chloe and honey chloe and honey that's the one um we have the spies mackenzie and bandit bluey bluey oh too many names it's been a couple weeks you know we're we're out of practice yeah and i'm just saying it doesn't matter and then bingo is supposed to be mixing the potion Mm -hmm. but as you know um bluey oh my goodness the names are gonna trip me up so bad the spies are out being spies and um they come back and they're like bingo you need to do this i forget what it was but you need to do something and bingo does not like being told what to do is what we've learned Mm -hmm. she didn't like it and so she's like you know what no i don't want to do that i want to be a spy and bluey of course counters that with no because i said so and so bingo decides that she doesn't really want to play anymore. And mm-hmm. so when Bluey goes out to pick a hair off of Bandit to get his DNA for something or other. For the potion. For obviously. the potion, yeah. yeah. Which I have thoughts on that, but we'll get to those. Um, it, you'll see. Keep going. Um, yeah. Bingo comes up and is like, I need to use the bathroom. And then Bluey gets mad, obviously. So because they're one, one kid short in this game, the roles need to be switched around. And this is where we see Bluey... Um, kind of assert her dominance in the situation. It's really not up for discussion. Blue is deciding who does what and who gets put into which role. Meanwhile, I believe it's Mackenzie is trying to offer these alternate solutions to like, maybe we don't need to go get more DNA. Maybe we don't need a potion. Maybe we can use the stick as a wand. Maybe we can use this barbecue potato chip bag for the potion instead are like you know trying to come up with these alternate solutions which bluey just is not thrilled about so we see bluey kind of get upset when the chip bag becomes the solution and they decide collectively the three remaining aside from bluey decide that bluey can go stand guard and they're gonna have fun brewing up this potion you can take it away from there if you'd like i would love to Perfect. Um, so yeah, they start using this potion wand magic thing to control the control the adults, 
and it's not working. You know, um, they try to get Bluey's mom to start dancing, but suddenly Honey's mom starts dancing, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, that's not what we wanted. Yeah. We wanted Bluey's mom to start dancing, and so they all start arguing about who should be controlling the mm-hmm. potion spell thing. Bluey um, decides to go off and find her dad. Cut to her dad waiting on Bingo in the bathroom. Bingo's singing a song about a man and his dog, which brings up canonical issues in the universe, I would say. Mm-hmm. But we won't have to get into that. Um, Bingo is exclaiming how her, her, her bathroom pee has turned into a poo. Mm-hmm. And so that's just getting Bandit more upset because he has to go check on his sausages that he's barbecuing. Yeah. Um, but Bluey eventually comes up to Bandit and Bingo as he is wash- as Bandit is washing Bingo's hand, where Bingo is more... After just <laughs> gathering more and more soap in yeah. the palm of her hand. Um, and she's asking her dad, like, dad, dad, there's, like, they're not doing what I want them to do. The The game is going crazy. And he asks, well, when did this go wrong? And she <laughs> says, well, it's, it's when Bingo left. That's kind of when anything went crazy. And he gives her this nice little um, explanation of, you know, we're dogs. We're, we're pack animals. You know, if, if you if you stack up these rocks and you take out the the bottom one, what happens? The whole the whole stack will fall over. Yeah. And he asks, "Do you understand?" She says, "No." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, I tried." Yeah. And he leaves. Um, but she does get the lesson. Uh, she she takes a look over and she sees Bingo playing around in, in a gazebo. Yeah. And she understands that she needs her sister to play along with this game. Mm-hmm. And so she goes over, she gathers Bingo back up for the game, and they head back over to the rest of the group. Bluey all of a sudden then takes control again. And she tells everyone, this is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. But it was in a different manner. You know, we had, mm-hmm. we had some happier music going on. Um, and sudden, and everyone goes, does their jobs. When they come back, she's like, now Bingo gets to control the spell. No mm-hmm. one else. And then Bingo does. And Bingo says, all the adults go crazy. And all the adults go crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's because that's what happened. The, well, the sausages also caught on fire at the same time. Yeah. But, you know, they went crazy. Um, and that brings us to the end of the episode. Yeah. A classic, a, a classic one that we've seen a couple times. Yeah. I think mostly with, I believe, Magic Xylophone and Hotel. Those yeah. are the two big, biggest examples of Bluey not really listening to Bingo. Yeah. And then Bingo, um, leaving. Because she's yeah. like, I'm not dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> we get a little bit of a different perspective in this one, though, in that we're seeing effect on others yes so um i guess to start us off a little bit i i think this episode maybe not intentionally but what i'm thinking about is that sometimes we have these internal issues or discrepancies or internal arguments let's say between maybe two people and we don't really think about how that will affect a rest of the group of people that are surrounding us in our peripheral um, and that's something that, yeah, it doesn't often get thought about or sometimes maybe gets thought about too much aside from the episode I was thinking, um, I could go more into that, but we don't have to, if you have any thoughts on what I've said or any other thoughts. I'm cooking. Cooking. Okay. Yeah. Well, keep cooking. I'll keep talking. Okay. Yeah. Go um, ahead. I guess it's like an example, I guess, that I'm thinking of is say you have two people that are like dating in a, in a group of friends and then they break up. Classic. Classic. Trust me, been there, been in that situation of 
the breakup. It's and it's really easy for the rest of the group to think everything can still like it's fine. Like it's whatever. But it's not. I mean, it. No matter you can try as much as you may, but it's it's gonna affect the whole group. It's gonna mm-hmm. make. I don't want to say pick sides, but it's gonna make splits, whether or not it's just one person. Kind of like in my situation, it was more kind of that. I chose to kind of just separate myself from the group, mm-hmm. um, and, and I think that was ended up being the best case scenario. I think. From looking back on it, like mm-hmm. obviously it, hurt me and probably some other people to not see me around like I don't know yeah. they're like kind of like why isn't he coming this makes me upset that this is how this turned out to be yeah. at least I like to think that they would think that but I think that it ended up the best that it could in the, in the long run and yeah. so there's and I did that on purpose in in the thinking of how can I best get, leave the situation while not affecting the rest of the people in our peripheral as much as it might yeah yeah I mean it's it's so hard mm-hmm. you know to I, I don't think there's ever going to be a right answer yeah in that kind of situation um and it, it's it's hard to find the balance between supporting yourself and doing what's best for yourself while also putting um or, or I guess taking into account the feelings of everyone else mm. mm-hmm. and it's like where does that line fall when it's like is it selfish to consider yourself first in in a situation like that where like even though it might not be maybe in the best interest of everyone else like it is in the best interest interest like for yourself to to step away mm. and it's like is that i don't know Cause like I've I've been in I am in actively like a situation where I chose like I was in a situation that was very harmful to me mm-hmm. and I chose to step away and to decide like and I decided that I was not going to associate myself with people who continue to associate themselves with this other person mm-hmm. who caused me harm and uh, like last week. This this happened, like, at the beginning of 2023. Like, last week, someone texted me and was like, I don't understand, like, why we can't be friends. Mm. Like, I miss you. I want to be your friend. I don't get it. Like, why, like, my friendship with them doesn't have anything to do with my friendship with you. And I was like, oh, boy. Like, where do you even begin to explain, like, that boundary, you know, mm. of, like that person was your friend that person was someone that mattered to you a lot but they you know at one point you do just have to put yourself above other people yeah I think there is a a sweet spot for sure I think I definitely did not find that yeah what I was doing because I hurt yeah I it was it was really painful for me to not see my friends not yeah. go out and see them um as i can imagine it was still probably pretty painful for you to not oh, go I... see your other friends yes absolutely um but i think we have like two we we both did the same answer for different reasons yeah. so yes yeah, so like you 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 were saying that you didn't want to associate with those people because they were associating with them yes 
and I was choosing to not associate not not associate with them, but more just like not hang out with them. Yeah. Because I didn't want to make things difficult for them. Yeah. In terms of the split up, so that's interesting that we both chose. Yeah. yeah. This the same. Yeah. Resolution there. Mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't think of myself as much as I think I should have. Yeah. Um. Because, I I was pretty alone. Yeah. For a while then. And I chose to be. It was my own choosing. Um, and I can imagine you felt similarly. I don't know if you had other people yeah. outside from that to go to at that time. Yeah. I would say I, I was in the same spot. But I feel like like the the difference between the... I mean, obviously, there are a lot of differences in the circumstances that mm. we were in. Yeah. But like the difference that I heard there was like you saying, I was alone because I chose to be. And for me, I kind of felt like oh, I was alone because I had to be. Interesting. Mm-hmm. like for, yeah to like protect myself mm-hmm. you know it's like I didn't have another choice there I was kind of forced into that space that I was in yeah man man where'd that come from I'm like trying oh, to reach so I was the, I was thinking because yeah. bingo decided to leave and we're yes. thinking about like how that affected right. the the right, rest right, of the group right, around right. them yeah Okay. Sorry, I would like mm-hmm. got into a whole different world there. I was like, oh, wow. but yeah. H- have you have you cooked? Uh, uh, that's basically where I was cooking. Okay. I, I was like yeah. getting there. Yeah. You know, it, it, just with those thoughts. I mean, I, I think sometimes you just got to do what you got to do because you need to protect yourself and your emotions and your feelings in those spaces that you're in, and mm-hmm. you don't owe it to anyone to stay in a situation that you feel is is putting you in an unhealthy spot and I know it's like not that deep it never is when we're like comparing our life situations to the show Mm -hmm. but I mean like bingo was in a situation that was making her upset it's like these people were making her upset they were like pretty like walking all over her they were to an extent like obviously a very very small one like manipulating her because she was in a vulnerable position being the youngest one being Mm -hmm. the the one who is there because she felt like she needed to be like that was her community that she had she didn't have Mm -hmm. anything else and so they were able to take advantage of her because of that vulnerable position that she was in and I think that sucks so I think like I for one am very proud of bingo for deciding most of the time like I'm gonna step away Oh, and we've we've never seen Bingo struggle with that. Yeah. She has always been very vocal Mm -hmm. of, I don't want to play this game if you're not going to let me use the Magic Stylophone, or I'm not going to play Hotel if you don't let me play how I want to play. Yeah. Or I'm not going to play this spy game if you don't let me be a spy. Yeah, and I I think it's very easy for people who, like, for example, like, whoever would equate to Bluey in that situation, I think it's very easy for them to be like, well, you're manipulating me. Like, you're giving me this ultimatum, Mm. and that's, like, manipulation, where it's like, no, it's not. Gaslighting 101. Literally. I had someone tell me once, I had someone literally say to my face, I want to get better at gaslighting. I'm going to practice gaslighting this year. And I said, you're, huh? You're what? And it's like, they're the same kind of person, you know? Mm. It's, like, wild to see, but some people are really good at that. And they're like, oh, you're giving me this ultimatum because you're not happy in a situation that I put you in? That's manipulation. It's like, no, it's not. It's just setting boundaries. Like, what? It's insane. It's insane, the kind of things that people people say. But 
we we kind of see in these episodes like Bluey almost react like that where it's like that's ridiculous like why it, it's so easy to victimize yourself and it's like me mm. included I'm like equally as guilty of that when I yeah. put people and maybe not to the, like the same extent as others but like I I always have a moment like right when a situation happens even if I'm in the wrong being like well that's ridiculous like and then it, it it takes me a very short amount of time to like snap back into it and be like oh no I actually was in the wrong there you know yeah I think our brains always default to us mm-hmm. being in the right just subconsciously you know yeah it's so so defensive mm-hmm. like we're so defensive it's yeah. a survival instinct yeah I can see that I have definitely been on the same side of that of yeah you definitely at first are th- like how could they do this like what's yeah. what's wrong like let's take it let's take it back to that situation of your friends probably mm-hmm. as you left were probably thinking how why are they doing this yeah. like how could they do this that's so uh inappropriate of them right. that's so irresponsible of them it's like overreact in- it's an overreaction yeah. yeah like how dare like just get over it yeah you know and same like same with me it's like oh like i thought in this situation like how could these people like not care about me blah blah, blah. Or it's like it's it can be whatever it is mm-hmm. um but you, you need to take a 30,000 foot view too of overall of the overall situation of yeah. okay how did they actually hurt me and is this a mature reaction mm-hmm. is this the reaction that a uh, emotionally yeah mature I'll stick with mature mature person would make um, and whether or not that it is something that they would do I think to keep yourself accountable you could do either yeah even if it's an immature decision it's sometimes it's still what's best for you right and I think that like just on the record like there are plenty of circumstances that you can find yourself in that warrant large emotional reactions mm-hmm. where it's like that makes 100% complete sense it's super valid and there's nothing wrong with having a large reaction to a large situation mm-hmm. and so like that's not like basically I'm saying that to say like not every large emotional reaction is inappropriate mm. and it's that, okay to blow up sometimes right and there are appropriate situations where it's like this person did this to you that is a large situation that warrants a large reaction mm-hmm. and so you're allowed you're you're what's the word i'm looking for you're like i don't know you're like allowed to have that you're Oh, I don't know what word I'm looking for. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but all that to say, it's like not every large reaction is an inappropriate one. Yeah, no, I think it's definitely okay. I mean, if you didn't have large reactions to large situations, I mean, I've been there mm-hmm. and I can understand uh, from a maybe numb perspective. I think back to like my grandfather uh, died when I was 10 years old-ish mm-hmm. and... I had a very numb response to the whole thing. Yeah. It was very... And that may have been a very avoidant thing. That may have been it of some sort of defense mechanism. But throughout the whole process of uh, death to funeral to quote-unquote grieving on my end, mm-hmm. it was very much just kind of, this is what's happening. Right. Like, this is it. Um, and thinking back on it, that sucks. And it sucked. Uh, so, definitely, it was not healthy. Um 
it is so important, I think, to have large reactions to large situations. Because if you're not, then you're just avoiding what you're really feeling. Right. And if And if you're not, at, like, so let's take it back like to, like, a breakup. Mm-hmm. If you're not upset about it, either one, you're avoiding how you're really feeling, and that's just going to blow up on you eventually. Or two, maybe they didn't really mean that much to you, in which case it's not that large of a situation. Right. Yeah, and it can be a large situation to you and a small situation to the person yeah. on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't have to be an equal reaction for it to be a valid reaction. Mm-hmm. So take that into account when you're dealing with things going forward. It's like it doesn't have to be proportionate. Yeah, allow yourself to have reactions. Yeah. I mean, sure, there's that saying that um, you can't control what happens to you. You can only control yeah. your reaction to it. Yeah. Which is fair, but that doesn't mean that you should limit yeah. how you react. Yeah. Because doing so, like I said, it'll just it'll just build up and volcano everywhere, yeah. I think, eventually. Yeah. Whether that takes a few days or a few weeks or a few months even, yeah. eventually a lot of those emotions will come up on you. I mean, that's... I talk to people all the time who are like going to therapy, going to counseling, and they say, yeah, I'm talking to them about like something my mom told me 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, sure, yeah. okay, let's talk about that. Because it, it is, these things just build up over mm-hmm. time. As much as you think this one comment or this one situation might not affect you, they will over time, over and over again, start to build up. And there, there's, there's a boiling point. Right. Yeah. And I just think that, like, I don't know. I One of the reasons that I love this show is how applicable you can make it, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like, I think from just that point of, like, watching Bingo walk away from the situation that she was in that she didn't like where people were manipulating her and walking all over her and, like, not giving her not letting her have her voice Mm -hmm. it's like if you're in a situation like that to obviously it would be a larger scale but it's like the same kind of situation like walk away Mm -hmm. like for the love of god walk away like recognize your right as a human individual and like please take if, if you take anything from this episode walk away walk away from situations that suck that's what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And I would add to that walking away after making your position clear. Yeah. So we do we do see Bingo saying to Bluey, hey, I don't want to gather this potion grass anymore. Mm-hmm. I want to play spy. And Bluey said, no, that's not happening. Yeah. And Bingo's like, okay, if that's not happening, that's that's comes to the end. And that's very similarly to Hotel. Um, yeah. How we see Bingo doing that there too, which once again... Bingo. It's Bingo's the star of the show. Yeah. Episode after episode, Bingo really is the star. Mm-hmm. Um, Bingo is one of the most emotionally healthy people I know in real life. Yeah, Bingo. literally. So, I mean, good I for agree. her. Yeah. I ha- I, can I pivot a little bit? Please. Um, on a lighter note, the, the, the thing I was thinking about was plucking these hairs off off the parents you did say you had thoughts on that yeah i was just thinking and i'm like man if someone were to come and pluck a hair off of me i would i would know and these parents are like not we we see a couple ouches 
Yeah. There's a, a few of them don't notice, for sure. But yeah. I think Bluey's parents definitely both go, like, ow, and, like, smack yeah. their legs. But it's, like, for some reason, I, I don't know. I feel like I would notice. Like, I would look mm-hmm. to where, like, it's just so weird. And also, why do they have that, like, one long hair coming off of them? Like, every single parent has one long hair mm-hmm. that's just sticking out for them to grab. I think it's easier to see if you have shorter hair. Because I see that, like, when I, with my beard. Like, if I let it grow out a little bit, usually there's, like, a couple that'll just kind of, like, stick out. And they, like, won't go back down. I guess so, but, like, they're picking this off of, like, people's legs. Yeah. And it's just, like, straight. I don't know. It's, like, all of them. Like, every single one of them just has a singular long hair that's coming off of them. I'm like, that's so weird. And I would be like, I know what it feels like to have a hair get picked off of me. My brother used to try all the time. He used to try to pluck hairs off of our head to see if we'd notice. And it's like, yes. You might not. No, I did every time. I did every single... I mean, I guess I wouldn't know if I didn't, so... True. You don't know how many times you did do it and you didn't notice. I'm gonna have to call him later. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess I guess my point is null. Just a comment. Yeah. I just was sitting there and I was like, man, I would, like, if someone plucked a hair off my head... Cause, no, I just feel like I would know. And I like the different you can for dogs. Feel it. Oh, yeah. You know? I forget that they're dogs. They have a lot more hair on them. Yeah. I forget that they're dogs a lot of the time. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're not just, like, human people. Yeah. Also, the other thing that I was thinking about was at the end of the episode, we see Bandit's friends, like, like they, they're almost, like, playing, like, they're kids, mm-hmm. where they're, like, chasing after Bandit and then go and tackle him. And it's, like, they're so young at heart like all of them are that scene almost convinced me that they are all like really young couples yeah like i don't know early 30s i mean they all have like young late 20s you know well i mean some people don't have kids until they're you know 40s or 50s yeah that's true i think that convinced me that they all yeah late 20s early 30s is when they is where they're at right now yeah because they're they're still young yeah like you said young at heart you Mm -hmm. know still trying to Still are able to yeah. go out there and tackle a friend yeah. without I think that's hurting so themselves. Fun. That's like when I was a child, low key still sometimes right now, I'm like, how fun would that be? Like that was like my dream is to have a little group of friends with all mm. of us having like kids at the same time, like growing up at the same time. And all of the guys being super close and all of the girls being super close and just, like, being friends and having fun and still being cool. Mm. But it's like, I'm almost 23 and I'm nowhere near having children or friends. So, like, no, that's not true. Not ha- having friends that are having children. Mm-hmm. Like, none of us are. And so I'm like, hmm. You chose the wrong friends, apparently. I know. You would think being in a Christian friend group, there would be a lot more babies coming out right now, but... I think everyone's a lot more realistic nowadays. Yeah. Back in, like, our parents' day and age, it was a lot... Popping them out. I don't want to say easier, but the economy was a little bit kinder to them. Yeah. We can't afford housing. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. People are still getting married left and right. Yeah. However, kids aren't coming. Kids are not coming. It's like, what's the point? Like, not what's the point, but, like... Obviously, if I was the one getting married, I would know the point, but 
just in a joking way. I'm like, what's the point? If you guys aren't going to have babies for me to play with, then why are you even getting married? You know? For the tax benefits. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. No, I'm obviously joking, but I'm like, oh man, that would be so fun to just have a group of parent friends and then some little babies that play with each other. That's so cute. Someday. And you can do that when you're older. Maybe. If you, I mean, you know, you've mentioned that you don't want to get married or you don't know if you want to get married. Yeah. So. I probably do want to get married on the record in case anyone's listening to this. Um, yeah, it's on the record yeah. this time. I probably do. Right this second? Mm, no. no interest. Yeah. That's I'm okay. good. But then I watched the show and I'm like, oh, but they're having so much fun. A cartoon. You just want to find dogs. the bandit to your, yeah. to your chili. Is that too much to ask? Apparently. It, it is. It is. There aren't any bandits around these parts. <sighs> just kidding. But no, actually. I don't know where I was going with that anymore. I was just thinking. I was lost in my brain. We're coming towards the end anyways, so we can start winding down. Tell me what your favorite part of this episode was. I knew you were going to say that. Um, That's a good question. I think my... Do you have one? Mm -hmm. Okay, you go first. My favorite part was um, after the resolution with, or the the realization of Bluey, like after talking with her dad, she looks over and she sees Bingo, and Bingo's just kind of playing on her own, doing her own thing in the gazebo. And I think that that's a really cool representation of kind of what we were talking about of leaving those groups, and we were still fine. Like, we were okay. I was, yeah. obviously I was, I was sad, I'm sure you were sad at yeah. the times, but I think there's something to be said of removing yourself from a group that was not healthy for your for you mentally or yeah. a group that you didn't want to associate with and taking the time to be okay. Yeah. Growing, being being healthy and allowing yourself to realize that you're okay alone. It's not great to be alone. It's obviously it's nicer to be with people, but right. Proving yeah. to yourself that, you know, you can you can be on your own. Yeah, that's super real. Proving to them that you can be on your own. <laughs> Shove it in their face. Yeah, for real. Brag. Um, I can't think of, like, an actual favorite part, so I'm just going to say this. I love gazebos. I a love gazebo. Them. I love... I don't understand. Keep going. Is it a reference? It was, but okay. it's okay. Anyway, um, yeah, I love gazebos. Um, I don't know if you guys know about a little movie called Pride and Prejudice, the 2005 version with Keira Knightley. Um, I, there's a scene where they're at like, okay, it's like literally not a gazebo, but it, <laughs> it feels like it to me, a like glorified gazebo. And they're in the rain and he's like sitting there drenched just like in front of her professing his love to her not in a great way you gotta watch the movie to understand he like intention was there execution was horrible but that's like if I do get married I want it to be in a gazebo if Mm. I get proposed to I want it to be in a gazebo ideally 
the one in England, that same one that was in the thing, it exists, it's real. Wow. I would love to go there, and I would love for that to happen, mm-hmm. and I would love for it to be raining. I think rain is so romantic That's and That's going to be a lot of cute. commitment. Well, it's just ideally, you know, I, I could do without mm-hmm. it, but just in my ideal little world that I have. Well, if you ever That's have a, a future man who's on that prospect, they can listen, listen to this Yeah, it's like, hey, here. No, it's so unrealistic. But I just love gazebos, so I love that they included a gazebo in this episode. And that bingo, my queen was playing in it. Because that's what I would do as a child. I'd go find the gazebo and I'd play in it by myself. Slay bingo. Slay bingo. Girl boss. Anyway. Thank you guys so much for listening today. <laughs> um, it was... It's nice to be back, you know, after yeah. the holidays. It's good to mm-hmm. be back to something something a little more, or something real, you know, like yeah. bluey. It's like bluey. Real. Yeah, and we got into it pretty quick. Yeah. This episode. I think that's a record. I've been trying to. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's record timing. Yeah. There was no, no ease. It's, it's been a while. I've had a lot of time to ruminate and get thoughts together. Yeah, for so. real. So, yeah, thank you guys again for listening. And for sticking with us, um, if you guys want to support us further, you can follow us at um, BarkAboutBluey on Instagram, where Trey may, but probably won't, post a meme. Um, Not a lot of time this week, you know, we're posting this tomorrow, so. Yeah, so you potentially, potentially look for that, probably don't expect it, maybe one day we'll get a meme out of, out of this man, another one, he's a one-hit wonder right now, but, um, Anyway, yeah, you can follow us there um, and follow us on Spotify and leave comments. Um, We enjoyed the one that we got, and so we would love to get more. Um, Share us with your friends, and that's about all I got. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Share with your friends and family, you know, if you're enjoying. Um, If your favorite episode, you know, send it out to people. And I know I've got my favorites, so like... Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once again, just thank you guys so much for listening uh, mm-hmm. with us this far. It means a lot, especially going into the new year. We'll see what new things everything brings. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We'll see you next week with episode 14. That we didn't look did at. We, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We did not look at it. Nope. So we'll find out with you guys. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.